Hey guys, it's Ed. I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. I, um... Today I am... I'm drinking whatever in my reach, honestly. <laughs> it's one of those days. Um, and, and given the subject matter of our um, first in our top story... I just want to say, addiction is a, it, it, it's a bitch, and anyone who is fighting addiction needs um, to know that there are resources. Um, if you need to talk to somebody, please reach out. Um, it doesn't matter. If you need someone to talk to, just talk. Um, so, Demi Lovato yesterday was rushed to the hospital after an apparent heroin overdose. Um, The cops were called um, somewhere just before noon um, central time. Um, They got her to the hospital. She was given Narcane to um, basically save her life. Um, And Um, there, there's just a lot to this story, and it's really overwhelming, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to get everything in. Um, the, the, the most important part is, Demi Lovato is fine, she's alert, she's with family, um, at least as of last night, she was alert. I haven't heard anything so far today. I mean, outside of the normal, outside of the normal, um, rumors and whatever um but the most important thing is she's all right um i expect that there will be a i expect that there will be a rehab stint in her future and frankly there needs to be um four weeks ago she released a song called sober and that was her admitting to her fans that she wasn't sober um, now, depending on who you believe, um, she had been sober for about six months before this relapse. Um, and, and the reason why I say depending on who you believe is because, um, there, as a, as I had predicted when I first heard the news, there were quite a few blind item reveals, um, that suggests that she was not um, sober for the entire time that she claims. Um, she her episode of Beat Shazam was pulled last night. Um, people were really really upset by that. Here's the thing: Fox was actually acting in her best interest. It had nothing to do with them. Um wanting to capitalize on this. If they wanted to capitalize on this news story, they would have left it, and then they would have gotten a lot of trouble. Um, and there would have been a lot of blowback. They acted responsibly. They said, okay, you know, this woman is very important to us. We love her. We're going to go ahead and pull this episode, let her family deal with the repercussions of her falling off the wagon. 
and you know we'll we'll move on from there. We'll figure everything out later. Um, and frankly, I think that was the right decision. People don't agree with me. That's fine. Um, but but truly and sincerely, that was the best decision that they could have made. Um, she was supposed to perform in Atlantic City. That performance was canceled again out of love and respect for Demi, not because the organizers of the concert were being nasty or anything. Um, clearly, um, Demi Lovato needs help. She needs to be in rehab. She needs to be seeking treatment. And she doesn't need to be worrying about performing a concert or promoting a TV show. That's not to say that, you know, when she gets out of rehab, that she can't promote her episode of Beat Shazam, that she can't go back and perform for those fans that are disappointed that they're not going to get to see her perform. But at this point, if you're more concerned about seeing her perform or seeing her episode of a TV show, then you're not really one of her fans. That's the truth. I'm going to be back because I do want to talk about some of these blind item reveals about Demi Lovato. I'll be right back. I am back. Um, I just grabbed some sake. Thank you, Mary T, for the sake. So good. Um, so, whenever there's a big news story, especially about someone who um, often has a lot of blind items written about them, you can always expect a slew of reveals. Um, the Demi Lovato story is no different. Um, what is a little bit different is it usually takes a day or so. Um, I'm a little suspicious about the timing of this because, um, it it was just right there, like, um, Blind Gossip usually does it the day after a big story breaks. Um, but today they were, like, right on top of it. And... They've insinuated, and, um, they've done really everything but come out and say that Demi Lovato reads the site. Um, I'm not going to say one way or the other because I don't know. I know I read it religiously, um, and I have no reason to doubt their credibility. Um, uh, and, and they've said, um, in, in one or both, I don't remember, um, of the Blind Item reveals today, um, they, they, or not today, yesterday, sorry, um, they, they made a mention of, um, how she emails and screams and says it's not true and whatever. Um, but let's talk about these blinds that were revealed. The first one was um, how she lost out on a, a, a spokesperson gig because she was on something. Now, they don't name the substance, um, they heavily imply that it was um, cocaine. 
But they also say that they could have done something much stronger. Uh, and they say that with the next one as well. Um, but... In this case... Um, in the case of the last spokesperson, basically she showed up, kept running to the bathroom, and was just not what the company was looking for because she did seem so drugged out. Um, and they published that one. Uh, let me... I'm going back to look for you guys. This is how dedicated I am to making sure that you guys have the most accurate gossip around. Uh, um, on my birthday, January 10th of this year, um, if you want to read it, it's it's called The Wired. It's on blindgossip.com. It's under the solved column now. Um, and they, you know, they talk about how she was acting all crazy and, like, kept running to the bathroom and whatever. And then, in the next one, which is called Eye Rolling Blow, um, it was at the American Music Awards, and she went out, performed, and then passed out. Um, if I'm not mistaken, which I very well could be, oh, yeah, um... I was going to say, she performed a new song at one of those award shows with Christina Aguilera, but it wasn't the American Music Awards. Anyways, um, Demi is clearly tortured. She has some sort of, uh, not some sort of, she has an addiction issue that needs to be addressed. Um, I'm really surprised at how fast um, these items were solved. Um, I have theories as to how and why they were solved so fast, but I'm not going to share them at this, at this time, because right now what I really want is for Demi Lovato to get the help that she needs, um, and the salacious gossip can come after. Um, and speaking of salacious gossip, I'll be right back. I'm back, did you miss me? Um... I just got some more sake, so apparently today's turning into a sake day, which is a-okay by me. Um, I don't know if a lot of you remember this, but the first time I did an episode of Drunk Gossip, I was drinking sake. Um, so it just kind of feels right. Um, and I was asked yesterday by a friend who listens almost as religiously as Mandy... If I was going to do, like, seasons, no. Because that's not how the gossip world works. Um, you know, I might take a week or two off here or there. Um, but there's not going to be, a, like, a season premiere and a season finale. Um, and I've decided that I'm going to do a book of essays um, to coincide with the... Um, to coincide with the... Um, celebrity conspiracy episode so that's something to look forward to but let's let's move on from there um 
I want to talk a little bit right now about um, Carly Kloss and Josh Kushner. Now, I don't know how anyone can want to be that closely related to um, the Trumps, but Carly Kloss clearly does. And, you know, I feel like they, just like Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande, um, I feel like Carly Kloss and Josh Kushner just started dating. And, oh, just, um, just a little side note. Um, yesterday I predicted that Mandy was gonna text me what the hell is wrong with me when I was talking about Pete, um, Pete Grande, Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande, and I was right. Um, and she's gonna text me again, I'm, I'm gonna guarantee that, um, because, I, what is it with these straight couples acting like lesbians, like, you know, if it was Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift, it would make sense that the U-Haul was parked outside of their house, and they had a jeweler on standby waiting for the engagement, um, but these are not two lesbians. I mean, maybe they scissor. I I really don't know how the straight people do it. <laughs> Anyways, um, rumor had it has it, and I I just want to kind of point this out that Carly Kloss is not straight, um, and that she was actually Taylor Swift's girlfriend until they had a falling out. I don't know if that's true. Um, but she's definitely outside of the squad now. Um, there's also rumors, uh, especially here in New York, that Josh Kushner is not hetero. Um, in fact, I've talked to a couple of guys who have claimed they have not offered up proof. Um, if they do, I will definitely break that story. Um, but I've talked to a couple of guys who have claimed that they've hooked up with him. I, for right now, I'm taking it with a grain of salt because I don't have any solid proof. Um, but um, along with the Demi Lovato blind item reveals, there was also a reveal about Carly Kloss. Um, you know, she was all about going to NYU and, you know, she's supposed to be super smart and whatever. But apparently, her attendance has been dropping as her fame has risen. And now she's dropped out altogether. Um, Registration opened in April. And she hasn't registered for the fall yet. Now, maybe she's a world-class procrastinator like yours truly, but... At this point, you're not going to get any classes, sweetie. Like, so you might as well just take the fall semester off. Or, you know, just drop out altogether. Um, and Blind Gossip believes that, that she's going to use her engagement as the reason why um, she's not attending school. And, you know, it just kind of really irks me, like... There are many reasons. I I never finished college. Um, 
not because of anything. Well, there were a couple of personal situations that came up that stopped me from finishing. Um, but at the end of the day, I, when I look at myself, I make decent money. I have a podcast that it's um, taking off and making me money. And while I would like to have my degree for myself, I don't need it to make my money or to follow my dream and be a writer. So maybe she kind of feels the same way. Maybe she just feels like she doesn't need it and, you know, it's not that important to her to to finish. That's a personal choice, which I respect. And it's my choice right now to tell you I'll be right back. And I'm back. And so is Roseanne. Okay. So... I really thought with the cancellation of her show, like, I knew she was going to dominate the, um, the headlines, and I knew that I would have to talk about her a little bit more than normal, but I thought that that would die out, um, but it seems like at least once a week, I'm still doing a Roseanne piece, and I mean, yes, it's a personal choice. I don't talk about the Kardashians. I don't, um, I, I have talked about rappers, but generally speaking, um, I stick to subjects that I like. When the blog is launched, um, I'm going to try to keep it Kardashian free, but I'll, I will talk a little bit more about the rappers, um, because writing a piece actually gives me a little bit more time to research and understand, um, but when I'm recording I just like I read the I read the immediate story I get my feelings on it and then I record um the whole process probably takes well 5 minutes for the recording maybe a minute or two to read and then um 9 times out of 10 as I'm as I'm um recording that's uh, I'm processing and uh, figuring out what I'm going to say so, Roseanne is really angry that James Gunn, um, former director of, well, he directed Guardians of the Galaxies, um, Volume 1 and 2, and was set to write and, um, direct Volume 3, um, until he was fired for some past, um, um, offensive tweets. Well, she's really pissed off that everyone in Hollywood is rallying around him, and... She says, I'm disgusted to read all of the support for James Gunn's pedophile jokes as the same people supported blacklisting me for a joke they didn't even understand. Here's the thing. And I actually read this story earlier. Um, I, well, like I read it last night and then I read it again today. Um, not because I wanted to formulate what I was going to say, more because I just can't believe how arrogant she is. Yes, what James Gunn said was horrible. It wasn't funny, and it was, it was obviously designed to to provoke a controversy. Mission accomplished. Here's where James Gunn and Roseanne Barr are different. James Gunn said 
I was wrong to put this out there. I have grown as a human being. I'm very sorry. He accepted his punishment and moved on with his life. Roseanne apologized, then didn't apologize, then took back her apology, then blamed Ambien, then apologized, then started on a whole new track of it was just a joke, and then it was, then it wasn't a joke. It was about anti, um, semitism, and now I can't even remember what line she's on anymore. So, yes, I can see why people are rushing to James Gunn's defense because not only did he apologize um, before the first um, Guardians of the Galaxy come out, but um, when they were brought up again, he apologized again, accepted his, um, his punishment from Disney, and didn't blame Ambien. He didn't go full Twitter rage. It is what it is, and he moved on. She is batshit crazy. And that's why she's being interviewed by Sean Hannity, because he's batshit crazy, too. And the sad thing about this whole thing is that the the people who support her, the people who support him, are the same ones who support Trump. Now, there's nothing wrong with, with supporting any of those three. Well, there's something wrong with supporting Trump, but this isn't a drunken politic segment. Um, so, just for a moment, you know, there's nothing wrong with supporting Roseanne. You know, if you feel she got a raw end of the deal, fine. Maybe she did. I don't think so, because this was, she was warned before the show even aired. If you say anything offensive, you're fired. Delete your Twitter. Don't go on Twitter. Let let someone else handle your Twitter. She wouldn't let that happen. She knew the risk. She took it anyways. I'm sorry. When you do that, when James Gunn made his, he he didn't have a TV show. He didn't have a successful franchise. And while he shouldn't have said, just like Roseanne, while he shouldn't have said what he said, he's owned that mistake grown as a person and moved on. Roseanne is blaming everyone else because she's batshit crazy. Because she's clearly having some sort of breakdown. And, you know, when she, during the first season of Roseanne, um, the original series, she didn't have money. So, she had to kind of keep it together. And, there was no Twitter. You know, and I mean, it was still bad enough that they still wanted to fire her. And I think that's really important to, that needs to be stressed. Even though she didn't have a Twitter, ABC still wanted to fire her. Because that's how out of control she was. So get your shit together, Roseanne. Quit blaming everyone else. And don't go on Sean Hannity. Have some self-respect. I'll be right back. And I'm back. So I I really enjoyed doing the drunk dating segment, so I'm going to try that again. Um, 
so, um, goodness, I don't even know where to start. So, okay. I, ever since I moved to New York, I, I've dated a few guys. Um, I, I've also liked a couple guys. Um, the, the best two are, are called Host Boo and DJ Boo. Um, and, and they're just really fantastic men. Um, just really, really honestly fantastic people. And, but we're not going to talk about them. I, um, so, you know, I, I, I make fun of people moving fast a lot. So I wanted to, t- um, talk about a situation that I was in where luckily I didn't move fast. But it could have gone a whole, whole different way. Um, so, I started talking to this guy. And we'll call him... Bag... Bag boy. So I started talking to him. And... It, you know, it was, it was a decent conversation. We, um, we, we talked a lot, um, and there was, there was a lot of sex talk. Which is, you know, um, for the for the kind of app that we were talking on, it, it that's not unusual, and that in fact it's very much expected. However, he kept he kept um he he kept saying things like very negative things about gay culture and how gay men only want to hook up, and he wanted a relationship. So I was like, okay. You know, it it'd be nice to date someone who. Um, has the same kind of values I do. And so, we set up a first date. And when we meet, he's carrying an overnight bag. Now, I was a little freaked out, but I didn't say anything. And I, but I kept eyeing the bag. And he, when we got to the restaurant, he asked me, he's like, oh, you know, you keep eyeing the bag, what's wrong? I'm like, I, I'm just not sure why you have it. And he's like, well, for when we go back to the hotel room. What? I was honestly stunned. Like, and I was like, I'm, I'm not going back to a hotel room with you. Like, what the fuck? And just a little bit of backstory to this whole thing. Before I had even met him, I was hanging out with my friend... Uh, with with my straight guy friend, and I was having really bad anxiety, and I so I asked my best friend Dave. I'm like, "Is it wrong if I ghost him?" And, and both Dave and straight boy were like, "Yes, it's it's very very wrong." I should have asked Mandy, but you know I didn't think. So anyway, so we went to this date. I had an hour and a half long monologue with myself. Because all he did was sit there. So, the, I mean, the date was a disaster. It wasn't... There was no saving it. 
Um, fast forward, when I got home, he asked me if I would, like, just after I got off the subway, yes, I was home and I said almost, whatever. And then he started attacking me, like, oh, you know, you should have told me. And I was like, you're the one who's always saying, you know, gay culture this, gay culture that, you know, and being nasty about it. Why would you assume I'm going to have sex with you on the first date? And he's like, well, I just wanted to get a hotel room and we could have bonded. I'm not going to a hotel room with you. If I'm going to a hotel room with you, I'm having sex. I'm sorry, that's just, that's the truth of it all. So, um, we ended up in an argument and he told me not to contact him again. I didn't. And then he... Um, so I started talking to another guy, and, um, and then he started messaging me on the app again. And, it, like, his whole excuse was, well, a weird number called me and I thought it was your friend. I didn't even save your number on my phone. I don't save anyone's number on my phone until you're in my life for a certain amount of time and I know you're not going anywhere. So, I was like, no. I'm like, I don't even know your number. And he he went on the name some random person. I was like, no, I don't know them. And he's like, oh, it must just be a coincidence. And then he's like, well, I was looking at your your social media stuff, too. And, and I'm like, Ooh. so this man is crazy. Like, he's probably listening to this right now and getting angry and... But I don't know, threaten to, he's going to contact me and threaten to sue me or something. Because he's like, I always look at my ex's stuff because, you know, I just want to make sure they're not slandering me. Bitch, I've been around the block enough. I know how to how not to slander somebody. You don't use their name. Anyways. Um, so he... He made this whole big to-do, and then we started talking, and he apologized. And I apologized for my part in the argument, and we decided to be friends. And at some point, and I'm I'm honestly not sure when or how this happened, but we started talking about dating again. Now, you would think that I would learn my lesson the first time, but no. Because that's just not who I am. So I kind of went along with it, but I was I was moving very very slowly, and um, he had wanted to go out with me one night, but I hurt my foot. My um, it, my foot was really swollen, and it was so bad I couldn't even walk. Um, I had to have a friend help me go to the doctor to find out what was wrong with me. I mean, thankfully, it wasn't anything serious, and I'm fine. Um, but he, he kind of got upset by that and then decided that he was going to go out with someone else. Which, okay, I was fine with that. But wouldn't you tell me that you're going out with someone else? That triggers something in my brain where I'm like, okay, you're not interested. Um, so the week after that, Mandy came into town. Um, which you all know because she guess um, she co-hosted Drunk Gossip with me, and it was a hot mess. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Sorry, Mandy. You know I love you. So, anyway, so we... You know, me and Mandy hung out a lot. Um, and uh, without talking too much about Mandy's business, um, her last full day here with me was a very hard day. Um, and we had, like, I, I had planned to take the day off work, um, to spend with her. And then I, I did have one event that I really had to go to, um, but that was only for an hour. And then we all met up at, um, at a bar. It was me, Mandy, um, Natalie, and November O'Malley. So anyway, so he's texting me on that Friday asking if I would go out with him. I said, no, my friend is still in town and I'm going to be with her all day. And he got really nasty about it. And I was like, dude, I told you, like... And then finally I was like, you know what? I, I'm i not dealing with this. Please stop messaging me. So Saturday comes, Mandy leaves. And I go film a movie. And so he messages me. And he's like, you know, it's really hurtful that you don't want to go out on a date with me. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not interested. And after the way you acted last night, that's why. You're narcissistic. You're... You know, it's just really bad. Like, how do you not care that, you know, I told you that my friend was going through a hard time. And I needed to be there. But you're going to be upset because I can't drop everything and rush to do your bidding. So then he was, um, I had suggested that we just go back to being friends, and he was like, well, I'm going to need some time or whatever. Fine. I don't have the patience to deal with it anyways. And then he comes back and accuses me of wanting his money. And I was like, oh, hell no. And, uh, you know, I, I, I wrote an essay where I you know, basically called him out. And I posted part of it on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. And I fully, really, I fully expect him to um, message me again, especially now that I've um, done this segment. I have no doubt that he's going to try to reach out to me again. And so if you're listening, bag boy, stop stalking me. I don't want to speak to you. And as for the rest of you, thank you for listening. I will be back tomorrow with another episode of Drunk Gossip. Cheers.